Perik Dalad, Mishnah Gimel, to Perik Dalad, Mishnah Vav. We know that in Torah there is no minimum shear for a truma. Any amount will count for truma, even one grain from your batch. However, the rabbis gave guidelines. Says our Mishnah, Shear your truma, the amount for truma. I in Yofa, someone who is generous, will give Echod Me'arboim, one fortieth of his batch of produce will be given as truma. Beishamai Omrin, Beishamai say, Mishaloshim, one thirtieth. Vahabainanis, an average person, will give Mechamishim, one fiftieth, which is two percent, and most people will fall in this category. Vahoroor, and someone who is stingy, Mishishim, will give at least one sixtieth. We know that when you take truma, you're supposed to take an estimate and not an exact amount. So someone toram echod mishishim, someone who took truma and he meant to take maybe an average amount, like a fiftieth, but instead echod mishishim. It turns out that he only managed to take one sixtieth as he only took it as an estimation. In such a case, Turuma, that which is taken, since it is a recognizable shiur, therefore it counts as Truma, he doesn't need to take any further Truma. If he decides, however, that he does want to take a bit more to make up to a 50th, this extra amount that he's taken has a dubious status. Since he has already fulfilled his mitzvah of Truma, this extra amount does not have the full din of truma, and therefore, chazar v'hosif, if he took a bit more, chayav b'mastros, it will have a law of non-truma, insomuch it would be chayav, or liable, to have mastros taken from it, before giving the rest to the Kohen. Now what happens if a person estimates and takes what he thinks is a 50th, a normal amount, but in the end, turns out that it only took one part in 61, i.e. amount which is even less than a 60th, which will be the minimum shiur mandated by the rabbis. Says the Mishnah, If he takes, as an estimate, only one part in 61, since mid-araisa, by Torah law, any amount is truma, then truma. This smaller amount will also be considered truma. However, he should make up and take more truma so he gets to the 150th which he would normally take. So for example, a person has in his storehouse 61 se'or, 61 units of produce, and when he takes as an estimate, he takes one se'or for truma, i.e. one part in 61, and he now wants to make it up to one part in 50. So we consider that one so'or that he's taken as truma for 50 so'or, but he had another 11 so'or in total in the barn, and therefore he needs to take a 50th of the 11 so'or to make up to truma of 1 in 50 on the entire amount. This extra 1 50th of the 11 so'or that's left is difficult to measure, and therefore the rabbi said that in this particular case, 
even though normally you can only take an estimate, but in this case you can take a measured amount, says the Mishnah. When he is taking this extra truma to make up to a total of a 50th on the entire amount, he can take by measure, by weight, and by number. Rabbi Hood adds that in this particular instance, when he's adding on a bit more to finish his 150th on the entire batch, he can also take Shalom in Hamukuf, says the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda Omer, Af Shalom in Hamukuf. And in this instance, he's allowed to make up the extra bit of truma by taking produce which is not necessarily attached or joined to the main batch. But he can take the truma from elsewhere. Mishnah Dalit, we've seen that a person can make a shaliach, a messenger, to take truma on his behalf. We've also seen that a person would take a normally an amount according to whether he is generous or he's a medium person. Therefore, says our Mishnah, someone who says to his messenger, go out and take truma on my behalf. Then the shliach must take according to what the balabais, who is the owner of the produce, would normally take. If the owner of the balabais would normally take a 50th, so the shliach should also take a 50th. However, if he doesn't know how much the balabais, the owner, normally takes, therefore, terim kabenonis, the shaliach should take an average amount, 1 in 50. Echod mechamishim. If, however, the shaliach was piches asara, a hosif asara, took 10 less or 10 more, i.e. he took 1 in 40 or 1 in 60, since these are recognized amounts, therefore, trumoso, truma, the truma will count. However, if the shaliach took an amount which is different to what the owner would normally take, and this case is where the shaliach knows that the owner would take a certain amount and he decides to take a different amount, if the shaliach decides to add a bit more than what the owner would normally take, even if it's one part more, in such a case, the truma does not count, because since the shaliach is acting on behalf of the balhabais, and on this occasion the shaliach made an independent decision to take a different amount to what the balabais would normally give. Therefore, he's not considered a shaliach, and therefore the truma doesn't work. Mishnah hey, We've seen till now various amounts that the rabbis say should be given as truma. We've seen 140th, 150th, 160th. What happens if a person wants to be more generous and give more than the 140th? Says our Mishnah, someone who wants to increase the amount of truma that he gives. Then Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Rabbi Eliezer says, Echod He's even allowed to give one tenth. Kisrumas Masa, in the same way that we see that if the Masa Rishon given to the Levi, that the Levi has to take one tenth of that and give it to the Kohen, and that's called Trumas Masa. The bit which is given to the Kohen is a tenth. Similarly, 
if a person wants to give truma from his produce, he can give up to a tenth, similar to what the levy would give when he's taking trumas maser. So for example, a person has 100 su'or of produce, he can give 10 su'or to the Kohen as truma. What happens if he wants to give 11 su'or as truma? Over here we have a problem. The rabbis say the maximum amount is 10%, according to Rabbi Eliezer. So what about this extra su'or that he wants to give as truma? Says the Mishnah, Yoser Mikan, if he wants to give more than 10%, then Yaseno Trumas Maser Lemokim Acher. Then he's slightly stuck. This extra one Sa'or can't be Truma and will have a din of Chulin and as such will need to be Chayiv or liable to have Maser taken from it. So now you have a mixture where 10 Sa'or is Truma and one Sa'or is Chulin. According to Rabbi Eliezer, you should do the following. Take these 11 su'or and give them to a levi as ma'aser rishon. Now we know that ma'aser rishon is really only a tenth, which should be 10 su'or. So what the levi will do to recompense the balhabais, the owner who gave him 11 su'or, is that the levi will give him back a su'or of produce that he may have from elsewhere. But nonetheless, the levi will now have this mixture of 11 su'or, 10 of which was originally taken for truma, and the one su'or is going to be ma'aser rishon. What the levi can now do is he can use these 10 su'or, which were given now to the levi as ma'aser rishon, but were originally separated as truma, and use those 10 su'or as truma's ma'aser, to give to the Kohen. So for example, if the Levi has Maser Rishon from other people, and he can take the Trumas Maser from these 10 Sa'or and give them to the Kohen to exempt him from taking Trumas Maser on the other Maser Rishon he got from elsewhere. Since by Maser Rishon there is no din of taking Trumas Maser Min HaMukaf from that which is attached, then he can set aside these 10 su'or, which were originally taken as truma, and the levi can use these 10 su'or as trumas maser for maserishan that he will get from elsewhere. As the Mishnah says, Yaseno trumas maser lemokim acher. He will use these 10 su'or as trumas maser for maserishan that he has elsewhere. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Rabbi Shmuel disagrees with Rabbi Eliezer. He says you can give much more than 10% as truma. You can give half your produce as truma, and the rest of the half of produce you can keep for yourself. And separate your Maser Rishon and Maser Sheni from this second half. He darshans the Posuk where it says, Rishis Dagoncha. He learns the first of your grains as meaning reishis can be like dagoncha, i.e. the reishis, which is the truma part, can be like dagoncha, the bit which you retain for yourself as your own grain. Rabbi Tarfan and Rabbi Akiva Umrim, Rabbi Tarfan and Rabbi Akiva disagree. They say you can have even more of your produce as truma. Ad sheyeshaya shomchulin. You can take as much as you want. 
so long as you leave behind some chulin, some non-truma. They dash in the same posik, reishis de goncha, to mean that so long as there is an amount which is recognized as reishis, the first amount, i.e. there has to be some left over which is not truma, even a small amount, then the reishis, the truma part, counts as truma, even if it's a large percentage of the entire batch. Mishnevov. We have learned that when it comes to taking truma, you take an estimate of truma. However, when you're taking from a basket or you're taking from a container, you need to know how much there is in the basket or the container. Says the Mishnah, that on three occasions, three times during the summer, we measure the amount of fruit that can be contained in the basket called the Kalkola. Babakuros, at the beginning of the summer, when the fruit are plump and ripe, and therefore there'll be a fewer number of fruit inside the basket. Uvasiofos, and at the end of the summer, where the fruit are much smaller, where there'll be more fruit inside the basket. Uvaemtakaits, and in the middle of the summer, where the size of the fruit will be somewhere in between. On these three occasions, we take stock of how much fruit can fit inside the basket so that we know how much you need to take trimmer from. In order to know how much fruit there is in the basket, there are a few ways of doing it. Says the Mishnah, Hamona Meshubach, someone who counts the amount of fruit that would be inside the basket, is Meshubach, is praiseworthy, because he will have a good idea of how much fruit there is in order he should be able to take a reasonable amount of truma, which of course he will take by estimation. It is better to count the number of fruit rather than to guess the number of fruit. However, the Mishnah says there are better ways to measure the amount of fruit because when you count the number of fruit, you'll end up with a number, but since all the fruit are different sizes, you won't necessarily know the entire amount of fruit. If you measure the volume, that's better than a simple number of fruit. They will have a better understanding of how much fruit there is there. But the best way of all is If you weigh the fruit in the basket, then you'll have a much more accurate calculation of the amount of fruit there is so that you can now take an estimated amount of truma based on the knowledge of how much fruit there is in the basket.